0: You're listening to the Bible Chunks read Through Podcast in association with the Limedeem Bible Reading Plan in Charles River Church. For more information on Limadim, visit lmd.church or for more information on Charles River Church, visit charlesriverchurch.com. We read the whole story to make whole disciples of Jesus. Hey, welcome to the Bible Chunks Read-Through Podcast, where we read through the Bible in the chunks, or sections based on themes that it was designed to be read in, so we can get a better handle on the story of God. My name's Kevin, that's enough about me. Let's dive into the Word. Today we'll be reading Jeremiah 10.1-12.17, 65 verses today. Hear the word that the Lord speaks to you, O house of Israel. Thus says the Lord. Learn not the way of the nations, nor be dismayed at the signs of the heavens, because the nations are dismayed at them. For the customs of the people are vanity. A tree from the forest is cut down and worked with an axe by the hands of a craftsman. They decorate it with silver and gold. They fasten it with hammer and nails so it cannot move. Their idols are like scarecrows in a cucumber field. They cannot speak. They have to be carried, for they cannot walk. Do not be afraid of them, for they cannot do evil. Neither is it in them to do good. There is none like you, O Lord. You are great, and your name is great in might. Who would not fear you, O King of the nations? For this is your due. For among all the wise ones of the nations and in all the kingdoms there is none like you. They are both stupid and foolish. The instruction of idols is but wood. Beaten silver is brought from Tarshish, and gold from Uphaz. They are the work of the craftsmen and of the hands of the goldsmith. Their clothing is violet and purple. They are all the work of skilled men. But the Lord is the true God. He is the living God and the everlasting King. At His wrath the earth quakes, and the nations cannot endure His indignation. Thus shall you say to them, The gods who did not make the heavens and the earth shall perish from the earth and from under the heavens. It is He who made the earth by His power, who established the world by His wisdom, and by His understanding stretches out the heavens. When He utters His voice, there is tumult in the waters of the heavens, and He makes the mist rise from the ends of the earth. He makes lightning for the rain, and He brings forth wind from storehouses. Every man is stupid and without knowledge, Every goldsmith is put to shame by his idols, for his, fal- for his images are false, and there is no breath in them. They are worthless, a work of delusion. At the time of their punishment they shall perish, not like these, in he who is the portion of Jacob. For he is the one who formed all things, and Israel is the tribe of his inheritance. The Lord of hosts is his name. Gather up your bundle from the ground. O you who dwell under siege for thus says the Lord behold I'm slinging out the inhabitants of the land at this time and I will bring distress on them that I may f- that they may feel it woe is me because of my hurt my wound is grievous but I said truly this is an affliction and I must bear it my tent is destroyed and all my cords are broken my children have gone from me and they are not there is no one to spread my tent again and to set up my curtains For their shepherds are stupid, and do not inquire of the Lord. Therefore they have not prospered, and all their flock is scattered. A voice, a rumor, behold, it comes, a great commotion out of the north country to make the cities of Judah a desolation, a lair of jackals. I know, O Lord, that the way of man is not in himself, that it is not in man who walks to direct his steps. Correct me, O Lord, but in justice. Not in your anger, lest you bring me to nothing. Pour out your wrath on the nations that know you not, and on the peoples that call you no, call not on your name. For they have devoured Jacob, they have devoured him and consumed him, and have laid waste his habitation. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Hear the words of this covenant, and speak to the men of Judah and the inheritance of Jerusalem. You shall say to them, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel. Cursed be the man who does not hear the words of this covenant that I command your fathers when I brought them out of the land of Egypt from the iron furnace, saying, Listen to my voice and do all that I command you. So shall you be my people and I will be your God that I may confirm the oath that I swore to your fathers to give them a land flowing with milk and honey as as at this day. Then I answered, So be it, Lord. And the Lord said to me, Proclaim all these words in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem. Hear the words of this covenant and do them. For I solemnly warned your fathers when I brought them up out of the land of Egypt, warning them persistently, even to this day, saying, Obey my voice. Yet they did not obey or incline their ear, but everyone walked in the stubbornness of his evil evil heart. Therefore I brought upon them all the words of this covenant, which I commanded them to do, but they did not. Again the Lord said to me, A conspiracy exists among the men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. They've turned back to the iniquities of their forefathers who refused to hear my words. They've gone after other gods to serve them. The house of Israel and the house of Judah have broken my covenant that I made with their fathers. Therefore thus says the Lord, Behold, I am bringing disaster upon them, that they cannot escape. Though they cry to me, I will not listen to them. Then the cities of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem will go, and cry to the gods to whom they make offerings, but they cannot save them in the time of their own trouble. For your gods have become as your cities, O Judah, and as many as the streets of Jerusalem are the altars you have set up to, my, to, to shame, altars to make offerings to Baal. Therefore, do not pray for this people, or lift up a cry or prayer in their, on their behalf, for I will not listen when they call to me in the time of their trouble. What right has my beloved in my house, when she has done many vile deeds? Can even sacrificial flesh avert your doom? Can you then exalt? The Lord once called you a green olive tree, beautiful with good fruit. But with the roar of the tempest he will set fire to it, and its branches will be consumed. The Lord of hosts who planted you has decreed disaster against you, because of the evil that the house of Israel and the house of Judah have done, provoking me to anger by making offerings to Baal. The Lord made it known to me, and I knew. Then you showed me their deeds. But I was like a gentle lamb led to the slaughter. I did not know it was against me, lest they devise schemes, saying, Let us destroy the tree with its fruit. Let us cut him off from the land of the living, that his name may be remembered no more. But O Lord of hosts, who judges righteously, who tests the heart and the mind, let me see your vengeance upon them, for to you I commit my cause. Therefore, thus says the Lord concerning the men of Anathoth, who seek your life, and say, Do not prophesy in the name of the Lord, or you will die on our, by our hand. Therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, Behold, I will punish them. The young men shall die by the sword, their sons and their daughters shall die by famine, and none of them shall be left, for I will bring disaster upon the men of Anathoth, the year of their punishment." Righteous are you, O Lord, when I complain to you, yet I would plead my case before you. Why does the way of the wicked prosper? Why do all the treacherous thrive? You plant them and they take root. They grow and produce fruit. You are near in their mouth and far from their heart. But you, O Lord, know me. You see me and test my heart toward you. Pull them out like sheep from the slaughter and set them apart for the day of the slaughter how long will the land mourn and the grass of every field wither for evil of those for the evil of those who dwell in it the beasts and the birds are swept away because they said he will not see our latter end if you have raced with foot with men on foot and they have wearied you how will you compete with horses and if in a safe land you are so trusting what will you do in a thicket of the jordan for even your brothers and the house of your father they have dealt treacherously with you they are in full cry after you do not believe them though they speak friendly words to you i have forsaken my house i have abandoned my heritage i have given the beloved of my soul into the hands of her enemies my heritage has become to me like a lion in the forest she's lifted up her voice against me therefore i hate her it is my heritage Is it my heritage to make like a hyena's lair? Are the birds of prey against her all around? Go assemble all the wild beasts. Bring them to devour. Many shepherds have destroyed my vineyard. They've trampled down my portion. They've made my pleasant portion a desolate wilderness. They've made it a desolation. Desolate, it mourns to me. The whole land is made desolate, but no man lays it to heart. Upon all the bare heights in the desert, destroyers have come for the sword of the Lord devours from one end of the land to the other. No flesh has peace. they've sown wheat and have reaped thorns they've tied themselves they've tired themselves out, but profit nothing. they shall be ashamed of their harvest because of the fierce anger of the Lord. Thus says the Lord concerning all my evil neighbors who touch the heritage that I have given my people, Israel to inherit. behold. I will pluck them up from their land and will pluck up the houses of Judah from among them. And after I've plucked them up, I will again have compassion on them. And I will bring them again, each to his heritage and each to his land. And it shall come to pass, if they will diligently learn the ways of my people to swear by my name as the Lord lives, even as they taught my people to swear by Baal, then they shall be built up in the midst of my people. But if any nation will not listen, then I will utterly pluck it up and destroy it, declares the Lord. Well, this section begins again with. Jeremiah and the Lord pleading with Israel to look at the ridiculousness of what they are doing, the foolishness of idol worship. That he he makes it so clear to them: you cut down a tree, you form it into a shape, you overlay it with gold, you put clothes on it, and you expect it to be your God. Now, there is some thought that that the people didn't actually expect that idol to be the God, but somehow the the gods would manifest themselves in those idols. Either way, the fact that they create this idol shows that they are manipulating or it's an attempt to manipulate and bribe the the heavens, bribe the gods in order to get what they want. And that is the opposite of the gospel. That's the opposite of what the Lord would have. He He is the king, sovereign king of the universe, and he calls the shots. But he is so good. And in submitting yourself to him and in submitting your will to him, you actually find that rather than trying to manipulate him, you come to him with empty hands and find life. You find wholeness because our hearts are deceptive and he is truth. And so he makes that point in the beginning that, that your idolatry is insanity. And then he talks quite a bit about the coming destruction of Jerusalem. He reminds them that I had made a covenant with your fathers, and you have broken that covenant, and I will, I will, destroy you. I will cast you out of the land. And then there's a there's an interesting uh, excursus here at the end of chapter 11, where God talks through Jeremiah to the men of Anathoth who. Must have been hearing Jeremiah's prophecies And threatening him Threatening his life And the Lord says Keep going Jeremiah I'm going to put them to shame I'm going to punish them They're actually It seems like things are okay for them right now And you're the one suffering But ultimately Those tables will return Or will will turn And I'm going to put them to death By the sword and that is the that's their punishment. And as Jeremiah continues, he he talks uh, he talks beautifully about the the righteousness of God and but then he also uh, he he asks the most honest question like Lord, why do the wicked prosper? I I'm, I'm pleading my case before you God. I see all around, Yes, you're, you're talking about the fact that idolatry is insanity and, and all of these things, Lord. And I agree with you. But what I see with my eyes is that those who are doing those things are prospering. What is going on, Lord? Why? Are, what are you doing? Why are you allowing this to happen? How long is this going to last? And the Lord answers. And first, he, he checks Jeremiah and says, Okay, if you race on foot with a man, can you race on foot with a horse? Now imagine trying to battle intellects with a man. Now imagine trying battling intellects with the Lord, the one who knows all things. And so he makes it clear. The Lord says, listen, they are prospering right now, but that isn't their ultimate end. I am going to cast them out. I am, see, God's patience can be very frustrating at times when all we want is justice. God's patience is never frustrating towards us but it can be frustrating towards others as we see things that we disagree with and so the lord is bringing judgment against judah the time isn't here yet and as we close up today i would ask you to consider what does this section of scripture tell us about who god is and what his character is like what, what reminders do you need to carry with you today about who your God is? What does this section reveal about yourself? And then finally, what was it that the Holy Spirit was stirring up while we were reading? Take those thoughts, turn them into prayers, and we'll be right here again tomorrow. Until then, God bless.